This week on the Koshcast. Do you feel the same way about football as you used to? Which players keep you excited? Is anyone built to compete with Liverpool? All these and plenty more existential questions asked and answered. Join us for a deep dive that Ashley Young would be proud of. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Mohanad is here. Hello. Roche is here. I'm also here. Bernie is here. What a free kick by Messi. Which means that for two weeks in a row it is a full house. I'm excited about that. How is everyone? This is a different full house though. We're all in the same physical space. In the same room. Yes. Which means we can interrupt each other more. Yes. Absolutely. Without Uh, me having to go back and edit all the interruptions out. (laughs) (laughs) So so to answer Alex's question, how is everybody? Well, I'll speak for myself. I am tired. It's only Monday. True. (laughs) But you had an exhausted weekend in Walmart and Ikea. Yes, never go to Walmart and Ikea on the same day. I don't know which one was worse, but I think it was Walmart. Yeah, but like these things are like a, a whole day kind of thing. You put two together, like that's insane. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. bad. What did you get? Um, from Walmart, just a couple of uh, you know household items. Not even that much, honestly. Should have gone to the express checkout line <laughs> because I was trapped in line. Uh, this one lady was getting a discount on about... Like a hundred thousand items, like the coupons. Yeah, oh, every, like one of those mad coupon people. Yeah, but I'd never seen so much material on the conveyor belt before. <laughs> yeah, you think it's only in these yeah. like shows, the coupon yeah. shows and stuff. You think that you're never gonna encounter one of those in real life. But oh, yeah. if you're behind him, that's it. The counter is. You closed. should have seen the guy working at the cash. His soul wanted to escape his body. <laughs> <laughs> and IKEA meatballs or no? Uh, no meatballs, just a couch. That is a damn shame. Yes. Bernie, hmm? what's, going on? <laughs> what's going on? You, yeah. you, uh, you made a new signing. Uh, uh, little little Paul, no, little Paul just signed with Christian FC. Oh yes, <laughs> ah. Christianity FC. Yes, yeah. uh, no baptism his, yesterday. Yeah, his first day of uh, of training with the first team. <laughs> <laughs> training with the God team, the youth team, surely. <laughs> oh, Saint, uh, we call it Saint Pauli's name of the club. Ah, very good, very mm, good, very mm, good. Yeah. The German team. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Their, their home uh, field at church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mohanan, you have been doing schoolwork. Yeah, doing. man. Like, it's been insane. Like, I've got everything due end of November. Um, like I said last time, we've got all the house warmings, all Bernie's events to go to. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> <speeches> for. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot to do. But it's been good. I'm, I've actually been looking forward to kind of being with you guys in the same place. I don't think I've done this in like, well, since, the, months, since the season started. Yesterday, I hadn't seen you since August. Actually? Yeah. That cannot be true. It is. Huh? No, yeah, no, come huh? on. Yeah? I gave you a ride to Bernie's, visiting Paul at Bernie's place. When? August. That was August? See? I believe Alex, because he keeps a diary. Yeah, that's also true. But I do have a little book. I don't look at it, look. That's like <laughs> I three months ago. just write things in it and then don't look at it. There's wow. no way that was three months yeah, ago. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh yeah, Paul was just born. That makes sense. Yeah. That's the last time you physically laid eyes on, laid eyes on this guy? Yeah. I know, wow. life has been tough for Alex. Wow, I've seen I know. Lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also I mean we've seen each other two days in a row but yesterday the family was around the mm. kids were around the wives the wags were around so for, for uh, today it's just the boys for context Roche doesn't like any other people but us <laughs> even, even, even the people he's in relationships with he doesn't like those like, I don't know I, I just think I don't like anybody and everybody equally Roche's happiest I think Alex will listen to this Roche's <laughs> happiest when we're all in a room being idiots. Yes. yes. And this is like that we hit those heights right before we turn on the recording of this podcast. So, Obviously. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? We had not even gone close to like twenty fourteen heights. Oh yeah. Well that, that's the other thing. Those are constant the glory looking days. back to, to, to twenty fourteen. Yeah. Oh like, well if we if we, we were we were looking back to twenty thirteen yesterday and and if you've gotten this far, I want to know if there's any human being who's listened to us from day one and got here now. Because you would have listened to a podcast that did not introduce itself. <laughs> like episode one, season one. We were just like, United got Fellaini and Arsenal got Ozil and they both needed the opposite thing. Yeah, we were sitting yesterday at Bernie at Paul's uh, like after party of the baptism and we remembered we were called sitting in the exact same spot at Bernie's parents' house and recording our first ever episode and then when we listened back to it recently, we're like, we don't introduce the name of the podcast, <laughs> who we are, what we're going to talk about. We just literally say, hi, everybody. So let's talk about this Ozil signing. And it was like, what are we thinking? And, and to advocate that Arsenal should have signed Maron Fellaini as well. I was, I was of the really strong opinion that 
like Arsenal needed Fellaini and United needed Ozil and yeah. on paper it made sense at the we time needed, we needed creativity you needed an evil bastard uh, which by the way both teams still need so yeah. <laughs> six years later same spots apparently no one needed either of those signings in the end <coughs> I, needed, I needed Ozil F- funny me. enough so my dad yesterday said uh, like he's an Arsenal fan my dad I'm a United fan and we banter all the time as per usual and he just looked at me and he went we're all under the cosh. Just like the name of your podcast. Yeah. So he went, why do we have to argue? Let's all just be friends now. It's true. And he said it to you guys too, I think. Yes, yeah, he did. We're, he did, we're he all did. Just well, now we're just trying to be like the better of the worst, right? Like we're trying to just, last season, what, we came fifth? Is it Arsenal sixth? Something yeah. like that? United came like... You were fifth. United fifth. came what? Sixth. sixth. Yeah. So wait, let's, let's start there. Because I think this is true to our hearts. How do you... I, you know we kind of talk about it in between, but like... Let's start with these mongrels. So, how do you, you guys, the Arsenal fans, ah. how do you guys feel about your club and football as a whole? I have no feeling. I'm numb. <laughs> literally, I have no feeling. Like, literally, couldn't care less. Like, not even joking. Like, but tell us how you really feel. Like, it was like international break. I didn't even know. Like, I was literally like, mm. oh, we're not playing this week. Cool. Mm. You're playing? happy. Even. Ask me where we're playing next week. No clue. Ask me where we are on the table. No clue. Ask me who's injured and who's fit. No clue. Like, it's literally just been sucked out of me. Like, I just don't, like... You remember the time when, like, it was everything. Like, mm. you knew minute yes. by minute. Like, you knew who was, a, you know, which player's on the toilet mm. and which player's asleep and which player, yes. like, doing that. Just, just mm. don't care. Like, just don't care enough. Like, I'll rock up to the game, I'll watch it, and then I'll, like, hate myself. Sorry, rock up to the couch. <laughs> rock up to the couch, put on, put on the TV, and I'll be like, I, like, I like, you know, I planned my whole life around this game this weekend, and it didn't make any sense. It was a two hours wasted kind yep. of situation. And you're angry for the rest of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yes. So, I don't know how Alex feels about it. Very, very similarly. Not much to add. I've been looking for joy elsewhere through other other teams. Really? Oh, Alex, it, it has not shown because you never show any semblance of joy or emotion. Even if your team is winning. Total nonsense. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So Alex, Alex is also like on the... On the conservative side. He'll yes. never give you too much. You know, that's just in case it comes back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, that's, like, true. Uh, that's true. That's a little. That's yeah. true. For him, showing joy is like a quiet it's fist a, bump to himself. It's a weakness. But Alex is also not as far along as you. Because Alex was Wenger in for a lot longer. And I remember Mohamed just raging oh. at the fact that Alex <laughs> I, was Wenger. Like, pure rage. Uh, I, <laughs> I hated Alex more than I hated Arsenal at the time. Like, I was... He was supposed to be like that, you know, my buddy at the time of need, that my Arsenal <laughs> fan friend. But no, he was all like, all like, all, you know, oh no, Wenger, give him another season. All this like logical stuff. And I just wanted to vent <laughs> and yell. And it's just not fun when you're like, you know, you want to be that, like just anger. And Alex like all calming. You know when someone tells you to calm down yeah, when you're yeah, angry? Yeah. That's Alex. <laughs> the worst thing is that what we're seeing now is way worse than anything we saw then. And you're too dead to care or rent about it. That's also yeah, but, Like this he, deserves the rent. But is he supposed to be like, yeah, it was. it's worse than shit? Like, <laughs> it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how do you guys feel about the, the predicament that is Manchester United? I could begin. I think that Mohanad brought up something that we've experienced very similarly. The whole, you know, uh, Van Hal in, Van Hal out, or Moyes in, Moyes out. How many managers have we got? Mourinho in, Mourinho out. It's not all of them. do the hokey-cokey and turn around. But uh, Bernie and I have also deferred on the ins and outs uh, for some periods of time. And then when we got on the same wavelength... It was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. When was that? It was Van Hal. I was Van Hal in, and you were Van Hal out for the longest time. Did I get back to Van Hal in? No, no, I got to Van Hal out. Oh, that, that was... that was. And then you both were Mourinho out at Venture yeah, together, quickly. right? You, you, Bernie, a lot sooner than Roche. Yeah, yeah. Cool, right? That's that's how it goes. I was Mourinho out when we were successful, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah, when you wanted the trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the three... <laughs> You know that, that three that got everybody in Inglourious yeah. Bastards shot? Yeah. That's the same three. Yeah. Three. Um, I, you know what? Like, Roche was defeated before me, but, like, I'm I'm dead. <laughs> like, it hurts. And oh, it's yeah. gone to the point where, like, I know I'm supporting ludicrous things. Like, you know, I'm, like, looking for... My, yeah. my only hope is the academy. Like, I'm literally looking at young players being like, oh, that guy's fun. Like, I don't care. No, but you do that. Yeah. You do that. Like, even me and Alex try and tell Bernie, like, we bring up things that are obviously wrong and bad, but Bernie is really trying to find a silver lining somewhere at this yes. crisis. Like, with, Too much with, with, with Solskjaer. I think last week it was that, that, who's that blonde left back? Brandon Williams. Yeah. 
You're yeah, like, he's, he's brilliant. Pop- I'm like, are we really doing this? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, Bernie, Bernie gets carried away so easily. When Solskjaer was on his win streak, and uh, I think United had just beat Chelsea in the FA Cup mm. away 2-0. Yeah. And Bernie's like looking for Chelsea fans. Well, he's like trying to find them on Twitter. Well, he's trying to find to them To be fair, it was 20 goal. games. What do you want me to do? Bernie, Bernie was Rhea Ferdinand. Let him sign the contract. Put whatever number he wants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, I mean, after... Van Hal, after Mourinho, after Moyes. At this point, I'm on cruise control. Mm, like, mm, it's, yeah. you know, I like Thursday games, I'm like, yeah, like, um, let me see how Mason Greener plays. Let me see how Brandon Williams plays. Like, what what, is, what am I going to get from that's, watching um, freaking Marcus Rowe? Like, I don't care yes, about that. That's, a, that's exactly the mentality for all of us. I, I think, what am I going to get from what I'm what this experience is? Because I feel like what I've put into my team over the years, like my entire life, essentially, the energy I put in, the love, every time I'm, you know, like doing whatever, I'm looking at Arsenal news, I'm looking at United news, football news, and like, is the team, does the team even know I exist? Does it even care about me? Because <laughs> no, like, clearly, over the last six years, it has been no, like not even well, ever clearer to me that this team does not give a shit about its fans. But can we add that relationships have actually, and this is not even uh, exaggeration, relationships have been uh, strained. strained. And because we talk about this all the time, my ex, one of my exes, did not like football because literally we go to a club on Fridays and I would both just like, you know, hungover and I reach over for the laptop, 7 a.m. bring it, Saturday. And headphones or not, game is being streamed yep. and she's woken up and she's upset. Like, that's what yeah, it is. But, but at those times, like you wanted to do it and like you did it for as long as you can and you still do it, but it's just like, you know there's no hope at the end of this tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like... There's a moment where you stop setting the alarm. You're like, if I wake up, I will watch it. If I don't, I don't care. Like yeah. that, that's a very yeah. that's a very poignant moment in someone's yeah. life. Yeah. And then you have these peaks that you're like, okay, maybe this is it. Like you know, you sign Ozil, that's a peak. So you watch like the next twenty games, and then you, uh, whatever, you sack Wenger, you get another peak, and like you sign Pepe, you get a peak. It's just peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. I just want to get to like that standard where like, okay, I'm enjoying it at a seventy percent level all the time yeah. instead of like minus. 10 and like yeah. even if there's a loss let the football be good I, and, and yeah, that's it. I'm not asking for trophies I'm not saying yeah. Arsenal should win the Champions League I'm just saying can we watch something a content that is watchable progress oh, that's yeah. it progress, progress. That's if, it. Even, even if even if we think of progress as whether you think of progress as trophies or whatever you think of it as if let's say my team was Leicester right and even if they only finished fifth you wish every season right I'd be like Young players, good football. This like it's some. There's something enjoyable about in isolation your team, but it's very hard for both of our teams to find anything enjoyable in isolation at all. Well, that's why that's why Mohamed is is so into Matteo Guendouzi. Yes, because like that's the thing to enjoy mm-hmm. about Arsenal this yeah. season. And that's you also, gotta find something. That's also the reason why you know the running joke is I talk way too much about Messi because literally it's the only thing. Keeping me attached to football is just like watching how good he is. And notice Juan is tweeting a lot about LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> just, just notice if he switches full on, you know what has happened. But okay, you you say that Messi is the only thing keeping you connected to football. But and I've said this to you before. My theory is that Messi ruined football for you because you like hate. De Bruyne and Hazard and like all these players who are objectively yep. absolutely brilliant but they're not Messi so you can't, you can't uh, handle it that's true no that's 100% true like my standard now is Messi's standard anything else is like like yeah I'll, I'll watch it but like I can't like I can't watch Real Madrid play I can't watch Juve play I can't watch any of these teams play I can only watch Arsenal and Barcelona when Messi's playing that's literally the only two football games that I will like set time aside for now everything else just seems so subpar well, I'll, I'll and it is because of Messi also because there are very consistent results. You know that you're watching a Madrid game. Okay, so it's going to be like a 2-0 or 3-0 right. kind, kind of day. Maybe a 10-2. Uh, but like, you know, I was just thinking the other day to myself, what happens when Messi and Ronaldo go? Because now they're already showing signs of aging with injuries and stuff. There's really no one else in the game. Well, Neymar doesn't want to pick up that mantle, clearly. Neymar... Mbappe is the only hope. Hazard is like fat and retired at Madrid. Like, there's no one else. Like, who's playing football? Sterling, uh, you know how I feel. Uh, not Sterling. KDB just crosses the ball. I'm like, who? T- give me names. Like, Mbappe is one. Mbappe uh, is it. Like, He's who it. else? Who, who else is like keeping you, you excited Where for you football? Marcus Rashford. No, I don't think Marcus Rashford. <laughs> That's I, just, not true. I just enjoy Marcus Rashford. I don't like, think Marcus Rashford Lingard. is going to be a Ballon d'Or winner. Gabriel so. Martinelli. But like, actually, seriously, other names other than Mbappe that are like super Zero. exciting. Zero. 
There is no other player on that. Like, because what, when we're talking about Lionel Messi, right, we're talking about the best to ever do it, yeah. right? We're talking about Ronaldo. We're talking about one of the most consistent, deadliest He's forwards the best score, to yeah. ever play this game. Like, mm-hmm. this is one and two in the history of this game. Then you're talking about what? Like, even the guys who were th- doing it while they were there, Zlatan and them, like, it, they're not that interesting. Like, I mean, the, the thing is, I think if, if you're struggling to get excited by players of the level of, like, Mane... Yeah. And Salah, who are consistently, every week, being yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Goal-scoring record, everything, but it's just not Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, exactly. Like, if that's not going to do it for you, then you're a bit, in a bit of trouble. Like, you've gone to HD yeah. and you can't go back well, to, I think, like, I you think know that's what I mean? I think what it is, is if you look at it, like, if you take those out, we enjoy Mane and Salah in, in isolation yeah. of the rest of the, the global game. Let's put it yeah. that way. Like, I'll watch this game for 90 minutes and I'll enjoy Salah, yes. But, like... Also, these guys were... They transcended the sport. Like, we were at a point where... You know, people just talk about Michael Jordan, and it was never a football player that was like the yeah. greatest athlete in the world. But these two put football right. you, on that. You level. had like best players in football. You had the Zidane mm-hmm. and the Ronaldo's, and the, you had those people, but you never had them as like worldwide, like pe- like attract people to the sport mm-hmm. kind of thing, like Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or yeah. you know Federer or something like that. But like with Messi and Ronaldo, Ronaldo especially on that like global stage, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Oh. And Alex is right. Like I think they are ruining. Everybody else. They also brought to the game the whole sports science element, the physical, keeping yourself in physical peak shape, getting a nutritionist, you know, having a routine, having a cryosana in your own house, like all these crazy things that never happened before. Because the players before, arguably, were like natural talents. Like, you know, Boban, when I was growing up, was a talent. Robert Yarny was a talent. Who else was a talent? Yeah, uh, like, you know? I think we even need to revise like, Robert Yarny. No, 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 I, like, no, I like Robert Yarny. But even players like Berbatov, Players like Ginola, there is an argument. Like Cantona, if Cantona came through the system today, mm-hmm. he wouldn't work hard enough. He wouldn't run enough. He wouldn't. Get, he probably wouldn't get through. Like there is definitely an argument that the new levels of fitness required and the analytics and the constant monitoring of every piece of information that any player does removes some creativity and flair from the game. Some natural because, talent. Yeah, there's going to be people who have the natural talent but don't have that level yeah, of fitness or application. Uh, just as we saw, we were just watching the Comoros versus Egypt game before this. <laughs> the field was trash. Okay, the field was trash. But the level of determination and skill actually shown in this game, I was very impressed by the Comoros team. Yeah, actually, We were discussing that. It was they, fun. They, it was fun. Any one of those players could walk into a number of North American franchises easily. No, no, no. They looked, they looked really good. Yeah, no, I agree. But yeah, it's one of those where it's just... I don't know, man. Like, we, we always do this, and maybe we're just getting old, and younger people will be like, are you insane? You know, and they'll rattle off names like Lewandowski and Hazard and KDB and Sterling and Salah and Mani. Like, I can rattle off, like, hundreds of names. Mm-hmm. It's just they don't understand. Well, if they're too young for the whole Messi and Ronaldo loving, then they're definitely too young for the Zidane and Ronaldo and Ronaldinho and Iniesta and Javi loving. And it's just like trying to explain that what you have now is nothing. I remember the, the R9 fanboys and there were Zidane yeah. fanboys. It wasn't, it wasn't the Messi versus Ronaldo, but you were in a camp. <laughs> well, let, me, let me ask you guys this. You know, we've been watching this game for about 23, 24 years. Maybe some, some, for Alex, maybe a thousand From years. From one to ten. A thousand, yeah. But... Like, have we seen the game go through cycles? We've seen teams go through cycles where there's, like, you know, ends no, and the beginning of the There's no more number 10s in football. Like, but literally, we slept, we woke up, number 10 doesn't exist. But mm-hmm. tactics have changed. So, like, number 10s have changed, false nine, whatever you want to call it. But, like, the actual, like, wave of players and game, like, that keep the game interesting. Have we ever seen that fizzle out? Because I feel like there's a peak and a trough. There's a trough right now. I feel defenders are much better than they used to be, too. That's one thing. So, you have to be exceptionally good to, like... I just feel like you have to be exceptionally good to really stand out. Just in the past, like Ronaldo and Zidane just looked, you know, levels above. But you're also not going up against like the most athletic and the best people in the world. I but just then feel that, that's where the tactics comes in because teams didn't defend as a unit like they do now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like what now I mean, yeah. a whole team defends when they defend. Whereas before, like you'd watch these clips of Zidane and Figo and Rui Costa and what have you, and they're incredibly skillful players, but. There's Isolated. so much space. It was Izo. Dancing around, like, there's so much space. Like, they say in basketball, it was eyes of football. It was literally just one-on-one. Yeah. Ronaldinho would have one-on-one. Like, now Ronaldinho would have a little bit more trouble just because the whole team, the defensive midfielder is there, the center back is there, you play three at the back, you've got two of them. Like, it is more difficult for your talent to shine kind of at that level. Yeah. And I think that is killing it slightly. But even then, they were only getting past the midfield. Like, I was thinking the other day, and I can't remember, someone posted this on Twitter, and you think about Italy. Right, think about a team that had Nesta, Cannavaro, Maldini, and then unfortunately Grosso was a right back. But like still, like <laughs> they had sick goal. They had those three back. players, and you think 
those were three of the best defenders of all time. And tactically, I think the defensive side, because they don't attack defend as a team, the defensive unit mm-hmm. was tactically better than any, like, especially those early 2000s, late 90s, were the best I've ever seen. Talk about Yapstam type of players. Like, you don't have players of that ilk. Adams, Ferdinand, Terry, Vidic, like, you, you can talk of, about you, Like, we're talking about Van Dyke, and then, like, Van Dyke is to defending currently what Messi and Ronaldo were to attacking. Yep. It's Van Dyke, and then nothing. But I feel it's not like the skill of defending, like Nesta, Maldini. I also feel like now everybody is at a certain physical level yeah. that even if you're not very good at football, you are effective. Not from an attacking point of view, but at least from a defending point of view, you don't need to be that skillful on the ball. But you're effective enough to like nullify a really good attacker just because you can keep up and you're strong. The fact that Rudiger is a top level centre back yeah. is exactly that. Top top level in big quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like that's exactly that. Or David Luiz. But but I digress. Well he's not a he's well, not I guess that's what I would say he's top level. Anyway. He's just not a defender. <laughs> he could be a footballer though. Oh given okay, so given all this said, like are there any young talents that really get you guys out of your Holland? Because I know for me Holland, yes. Holland is one of them. Holland. But he's also he might just be like a flash in the pan. You don't know, man. Like you just don't he know. Yeah, so a big club in the you don't know, yeah. I, I think we'll young players it's really we go back to the Mbappe Sterling, we don't think of him what as about young. the Ajax starting eleven. Yeah, some they're, lovely players. Yeah, I mean, yeah. watching watching that team last season was was brilliant. Who's that left footed? Very player? refreshing. Ziyech. Ziyech. is great. Van der Beek. Yeah, Van der Beek. Van der Beek. Van der Beek's good. You know, watching De Ligt and De Jong come through was very <laughs> exciting. De, De, Jong is, De Jong is a beast, but he's not a beast in like a flair yeah. position type of player, but he is a beast like for what he does. De Ligt's yeah. not. Also, I, I think you mentioned that, you know, he's 25. But I feel like now 25 is almost the new 19, you know, breaking into the starting 11. Just because of sports science, they're going to live longer careers because they have nutritionists, was, proper routines. I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say uh, 25 yeah. now is like, you pretty much have to have made it or you're nobody. Like, oh, back, in the day, you, back in the day, you waited for like 24. You're like, let's see how he does. Mm. Now you're like, at 21, you're not already killing it. You're like, who are you? You're nobody. Well, oh, yeah, it, uh, so. on, like, it's kind of like... People are, in, and that's why Rashford gets a lot of either flack or a lot of support. There's nothing in the middle because they're like, oh, he's only 21. They go, oh, but Mbappe numbers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, wh- where's the contact? Like, wh- where do Pulisic was 19 just recently, mm-hmm. and we're like demanding him to carry Chelsea for like a league <laughs> title. And, and then I sit back and I go, wow, I'm bagging on this guy for yeah. an hour on this podcast. He's a child. <laughs> and he's like 19. Like, I'm like, he's in second year university. I'm like, it just it changes your perspective of like yeah. these young players. Like you want instant return now, yeah. and the problem is they play them now. So, like the, the stakes are too high to wait. Mm-hmm. There's no waiting. So and the yeah. money, the money that they're getting money, at this yeah. point too. That's the thing. Is it sustainable? Like when you've got an 18, 19, 20 year old like Mbappe who must be on what close to three hundred thousand a week. Like how long do you pay someone that? I don't. I, you know what I mean? Like if that's where you start the kid. You can't keep him at your club forever. It's not like, you know, a kid coming through at United and they could pay him incrementally more over mm. the course of his career. Nah, you went deep end already. Yeah. You've got to give him to Real Madrid after a bit or you're going to die. Yeah. Yes, because they have endless money. Yeah, like there's no, there's no growth in salary. It's like, okay, well, you're going to be on these 300000 for the rest of your life or as the market fluctuates. Like, or we just it. pay you in barrels of oil because <laughs> yeah. it just got out the middleman. <laughs> but it actually has become stupid. Like we were just discussing Neymar before we started potting. Neymar has only made 60, 63 appearances, I think. In all competitions? In over two seasons. Now we're almost two and a half seasons for PSG. And, and he's I can't remember like half, the last time he kicked a ball. Yeah, he's making like half a million a week. Yeah, and, and they paid $222 million for him for 63 appearances in three seasons. Cash in a briefcase. Yes. The, the most gangster thing <laughs> I've ever seen. He's like, oh, what do you say? Oh, here you go. Boom. Like, okay, on, on that, like... This is very irresponsible, right? Like, do we agree on this? Like the, buying Neymar? Yeah, yeah. Is ir- irresponsible, yeah. regardless of his talent. It's stupid. But I can, I, I can see the reasoning, man. Like, you need PSG are all about marketing. You and need that dude. Feel. You need that one guy. And Neymar was gonna supposed to be that guy. So do do we think that they've achieved the marketing aspect no, no, that they wanted? Yes. PSG is a massive brand. If you walk around any city, you see people in PSG yeah, yeah. gear, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mbappe too. Like, Mbappe too. Yeah, Mbappe mm-hmm. too. From a marketing perspective, I think they killed it. Mm-hmm. From a football perspective, they've been idiots until they signed Idrissa Gay. Like, that was the, the turning point. The really? Arab world, mm-hmm. once Ronaldo retires, will all support wherever Neymar is. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that people move around with Ronaldo in the Arab world. El Clasico uh, is the game. So, like, when, when Ronaldo's done, it's Neymar. Guys, in, in Oman, I'll never forget this. Arabs, like, we, we used to go to this place called Karjiz or whatever. That's where we used to watch Champions League final. And what you would see, the, next, the start of the next season... Whoever won the Champions League was, was, the, was the team that you would see the next season when you go to the start of the league, whose jerseys. 
2008, yeah, United won the Champions League, Ronaldo, everywhere. The next year, Barcelona, Messi, every, I'm like, and before that, it was Kaká, I was like, what's going on? They support, a lot of people back home support players. Yeah. A lot of them, they follow the Ronaldo, R9 was a huge phenomenon, people just support him. Mm. Are they happy? Because <laughs> maybe we're missing something. They're extremely happy. <laughs> they're, stay, they're staying well informed with current trends. Yeah. So. Exactly. But I think everyone, to an extent, like Mane does, Messi, I still like, like well, he's a rapist, but whatever. I still kind of like, I did that part low on purpose. Yeah, okay. But I still like, you know, kind of follow Ronaldo. Like, Rich, Alex still loves Andre Konchalska somewhere in the depths of Russia. Yeah, he does. And Rache likes Alan Shearer. <laughs> I think uh, his bald head would be nice to drum on. <laughs> but no, like, who is your favorite player, Shay? Of all time? No, like right now. If if I say here's a ticket to go watch the next game, who would the next game be? Forget United. Who's the next game to see that player? Oh, that's a tough one on the spot. Uh, like you don't have a favorite player straight up, eh? Like in the current game yeah, or all current time? Game. <laughs> current game. Who's your? Okay, is, do you have an all time? In the current game, I would obviously like to see Messi okay. because I think he's the best. But you player. did already. I mean, I did, but they lost. They lost the game I went to see. True, true. So um, who's your all-time favorite? I'm interested to know everybody's, actually. My all-time favorite is probably from a different era. Yeah, Go sure. on, go on. Who is it? Um, Mine is Zidane. Just to watch. Like, it was... It all-time was favorite? Yeah. It was unbelievable. I, I, I would like to see R9 in his prime again. Yeah. Um, good shout. Mm, Beckham, Beckham for me. Well, yeah, that's another good shout. But I, before you brought this good question up, I, I was going to say... My dad came out to me recently. Actually, he was on WhatsApp. He texted me, and it felt like I was being invaded. <laughs> he's like, and it was after United lost, I think, to West Ham or something. He's like, he gave me the score. Man United, nil. West Ham, two. Yeah, thanks, and time. he's like, time to dump Man U. <laughs> and, like, and I was just thinking to myself, why am I so loyal to this club? Like, you can't it, help it. It means nothing in you, today's world. You can't help it. it. It's just, I'm stuck with this. Yeah. I'm well, stuck with this rubbish. Think of, think of, think of, think of the young kids coming through that are supporting Man City on Tottenham because they were doing relatively okay yeah. and then in like three seasons it could be nobody. But then I started thinking, I was like, why did I like Man U? Was it because all my friends liked Man U when I was like seven or eight years old? Like Probably a, like in school, I because, because like you said, like, you know, in the Arab world, they're following the players, they're following the current trends, you know, like that makes a lot more sense. But United were successful, very successful at the time. They were, but... I think they, you know, the funny thing is that United were successful at the, at the time, but a lot of people, like for example, Man City are successful, but if I go back home, there's no Man City fans. Younger kids, none. Though, there are now. Younger none. Kids. Like, like I'm saying, like on the streets, yeah, like, yeah. young people walking around. You do not see that. When Chelsea became successful, you saw a whole bunch of them. And Man City but was had that because of African, African, African representation. Well, they had African representation too. Not as much. Yaya Toure. They only yeah. had Didier Drogba. Really, was a big deal star. Mikel. Nigerian fans didn't join because of Mikel. They joined um, because of Drogba. Look, it takes generations to change it because, like, when you are a United fan, you are an Arsenal fan, your kid usually becomes what you are too. So like it'll take a no, while. What I'm saying is when Kanu came, it changed overnight. Right. When right. Doc Jarba came to Chelsea, it changed overnight. It's been ten years. Yaya didn't do and it for City. Yaya did not do it but in you, Africa. You, you, also it was too to, early. you also have to remember like you might not see, you know, City fans in the street or whatever, but until City got taken over, there would literally have not been a City fan who wasn't from Manchester. Like mm, none. Yeah. Right? Now there will be some and that's because they're good. But there was no, there were no uh, global Chelsea fans. No, exactly the same thing. Right? So like, yeah. I, I'm just, I struggle to understand. Like, someone put up, um, someone on, on Twitter put up this, this tweet, and he said, "If for our international Man United fans, tell me one person you know who's a City fan." And obviously, the only one I know is Daniel Rouse, and, right. Mi and Mix or whatever and his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Dan is from Manchester. Like, like, like right. that doesn't make sense. And I, and I think there was something to Arsenal in terms of. You know, not just the way they played, the embrace of Wenger, the embrace of African players. United was the Britishness and the comebacks, and this, there was a story behind it. Mm. City, they're doing great, but there is no nothing romantic no, about them. No, there's nothing them. to connect to. No. 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 Even no. Chelsea had the special one, which was kind of interesting. But like, They were also the first, you know, the first The first of the special one. It was a story. Yeah, yeah, there's just nothing particularly interesting about Man City. Unfortunately, Daniel, who will probably hate me for saying that. <laughs> No, no, but that's, <laughs> that's true. That's why I bagged on Manchester. But, really but, so, but, to, that, like, but to, to your point, though, no one really hates them either. Like, to your point. Yeah, no, no, no one nothing, hates them. There's no. no story there. There's nothing... I mean, yeah. you can hate where their money comes from and that kind of thing, but that's almost... That's very separate from the football, um, or at least it is viewed very separate. You can hate Pep, though. I actually see yeah. more young Liverpool fans than young City Because they're exciting. And that makes my blood boil. It's <laughs> history. That's the worst part about football these days. That well, Liverpool are brilliant. That Liverpool have resurrected out of the dead 
Right, and so, are the best team in the world right now. Say, it's a le- shame you can't enjoy it because they're yeah. so good. Are Liverpool the best can't. team in the world right now? Easily. Yes. Easily. That's starting 11. No, they're just the best team. They are the but best But you team. look at them and... Two, two, three injuries? If they play any know. team in the world today, we already saw them crush Bayern. They crushed Barcelona. Did they play Bayern? City. They crushed Bayern over oh, two legs. Oh, was yeah. that, that was last semi-final or something yeah. like that? Okay, okay. I think it was a quarter-final. Look, if you get to two Champions League finals in a row for a start, yeah, you're beating yeah. nearly everyone. Right, and then right. you know, and then the the if they win the the Premier League, which is the <coughs> hardest league to win, I don't care what anyone says. I don't. I'm not saying it's the best league, but it's it certainly the hardest, the hardest to win. Like, they, there's no argument. They have the best start to the league that I think the league has ever seen. Twelve play, twelve, one, eleven, drawn, one. Yeah, that's that wild. is that's why. If they go unbeaten, this is exactly the form they had last season. Yeah, City were like fighting tooth and nail to win the league by one point, and they needed Vincent Company to hit a. Absolute nuclear bomb <laughs> strike. Say, yeah. The the only thing that can make them lose, I know they're not like singularly dependent on Van Dyke, but if he has a long term injury, then you got people that not they're not good, just that you can't depend on the, like that. That's the only thing. I definitely see the logic. The only thing that's making me doubt that is sometimes they play Lovren and they look just fine. No, no, no. Next no, no, to no, Van Dyke, though. No, 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 no. It's not like they it's Lovren last two games. He was bad, yeah. but Van Dyke covered. But it. they did just fine. Yeah, yeah because yeah. Van Dyke is that good. Like he, like so do you think uh, the net result of Van Dijk Lovren is better than like Matip Gomez? Yes. yes. No, that's how good Van Dijk is. I think that the argument now is too much on the central defenders of Liverpool as opposed to their wingbacks. But we're talking Robert, defensively. Though. But Robertson yeah, and Alexander-Arnold Do you lose those two? Are probably the best wingbacks in the world. Oh, easily. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Along with Who is the other Van Dijk? Right Huh? They who, don't. Who's there? They don't. Like Milner plays and Gomez plays, yeah. and they don't really Matip, have any. But they did really there. well with Milner playing at left back or whatever it was yeah. one, Two one, seasons one year. So yeah. like, I'm not saying they're not replaceable because I think what they give offensively is unbelievable. And Robertson defensively is actually a, he's good. Like Alexander Arnold, not eh. so much, not so much. But yeah, yeah. Robertson is very good. Robertson and is what, he's underrated. Them, one from Hull, one from the academy, one like five million here, ten million there. Like it's insane. The business we talk about is all that, but the business they've done is is crazy. But yeah, they should win the league this season and they should have wrapped up by like February. I think that they can do like a double, at least a double this season. Like Champions League, uh, Premier League? They, they can probably do that. And without signing anyone in the summer. Or the, or the winter break. Or the January break. Yeah, I mean most teams. This is, this is a complete squad. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've just recruited so, so well. It's disturbing. I'm trying to think of who can beat them and I can't. Like in Europe? I can't. Well, obviously one off games are different. But like Barca should have beaten them last season. Yeah. Like, yes. like, you need those games to get to the Champions League final. We all understand. But after the first leg, after the Messi stuff first leg, like, that was unacceptable second leg. Like, mm-hmm. great and everything. But, like, you need some of those. But if someone was going to beat them last season, it was going to be Barca. Um, Madrid did beat them in the final, like, a season ago. So they are beatable. But if you say, like, on paper now... I would say City are probably still the closest team and they just got to beat them. Oh. Well, I think City were more in the game than we think. But, like, City, but Liverpool have, have murked City at least the last yep. three or four times True. they played. I, and that's why Liverpool are the best. I still think City are the closest team to like figure out a way to eventually beat Liverpool. They are, but like to Roche's point, <coughs> Pep Guardiola's brain at this point is taken up 80% by Jürgen Klopp. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it like, showed it's in, the, like, in the game. It's <laughs> like 1% family, yeah. like 19%... City's tactics and 100 percent yeah, remember the name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, like the way we used to think about like our teams, like tactics when we we're playing FM, like the, the yeah. amount of attention we gave our teams. Guardiola, a hundred percent of his day goes into that every single day, even at this age. Yep. And it's going into Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp because yep. that's his kryptonite. Man, it must be loud in there. <laughs> I think the guys, team guys <laughs> I can tell you something guys <laughs> you lost 4-0 but this is the best game you've ever played the, the team that should be challenging them they're not I mean, well, no I'm not in the league I mean like oh. in Europe is Juventus they why should, because of how well they do like on the transfer as I said they should they have but nobody. they're not what do you mean no I'm saying they should I'll give you I'll give you and who you do know, they have hold on, let, me, let me tell you the logic and you know I hate this guy but the point was supposed to be the best young centre-back in the world is Delit. And then you have Delit with Chiellini, Bonucci, da-da-da. So defence should be sorted. Sure. Right? Chesney, B. Should, oh, should be. What? Actual B. Chesney's yeah. supposed to be good, oh, right? Beast. Okay, so let's say the back five is supposed to be amazing. Yeah. Okay? Let's park that. Yeah. Then you got midfield and they got Rabio, Ramsey, Matuidi, nobody. Chan, Chan, nobody. Nobody. Pjanic, nobody. nobody. You, I'm sorry, the four you no. just listed are nobody. Okay. In let, terms of let, winning let the Champions this. League. Let me give you this. Oh, man. Ox, Milner, nobodies. 
Ox, Milner, and, and, and Keita. Wijnaldum came from Newcastle. Nobody. They're no better than like, any of those guys. Khedira no has won everything. Guys. Pjanic is like Pjanic is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Matuidi is is a world class level midfielder. He's just a bit old at this point. Ramsey is brilliant. Yeah. Like they have so many good players. Okay, Monet, that's, is, who's better, Ox or Ramsey? I'm not gonna argue. Ox but or I'm Ramsey? Just you, if you want to win the Champions League, don't start rapping like names like. Mota, Matuidi, Emery Chan. Let me ask like, you something. Come on, Mona, let me ask you something. Who got to the Champions League final last last season? Liverpool and Tottenham. Who was Tottenham's midfield? Sissoko and Harry Winks. But so what a, are you talking about? Sissoko's a beast. What the, are you the point about? is, Liverpool's midfield on paper is is not even like uh, it's not that much better than than Juve started. Fabinho's better than those four put together. Fabinho is fantastic. Absolutely, he's better than than any yeah. defensive midfielder that Juve have. Yeah. But Pjanic. Is, is, is a like better creative midfielder from deep than yes. any of Who's the third? It's Wijnaldum, uh, uh, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, and, and Henderson. Henderson. Are you kidding me? No, it's not me? Henderson. It's Henderson. Henderson. Well, they rotate. They rotate, they rotate all the Henderson time. Henderson starts games. Look, we know Liverpool's system helped, obviously. But this is my but point. That's why I said Juventus should. I didn't say they are because they have problems. Well, but in that case, you can, also, you can also rattle off Barcelona starting 11. Suarez, Griezmann, Messi, De Jong. Like, yes, this is the point we're making. Okay, they should okay. be there, but they're not. Before it gets heated and people start killing each other. <laughs> I do want to say, yes, these teams haven't played each other yet. Which yeah, teams? Juventus and Liverpool. They I haven't come out. I mean, not in recent recently. seasons. In recent seasons, they haven't played, but Liverpool has played pretty much everyone else. Bayern, Real, Barca. They lost Colin, to Real. Argued but that was a that was a, a Bale not angry and a Cristiano 60-goal like Cristiano. So, like, the, the Real is not Real with fat Hazard. This is not who they would steamroll this team. So, so Juventus, arguably so. Could so what, be. you're saying Juventus are the second best no, team? No, I'm saying that Juventus are built and designed to combat Liverpool, but they're not going to be... I, I don't think they're good enough. I'm saying that's what they were so designed to So who's the second best team? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, mean, I said the Messi, the Messi factor still makes Barcelona the I second think, best I team. I think Barcelona You can't help it. You just, they're, they're horrendous. They're actually horrendous without him. But he steps on the field and all of a sudden they have a shot. It's and not close. I also believe Liverpool thrashed PSG. Last season in the group game. Oh, group but then PSG thrashed them right back. Oh, did they? Yeah. Neymar, Neymar killed that game at Anfield, right? Yeah. yeah. Neymar killed that game. Thrashed them right back. And yeah. Mbappe murdered Well, that's players. another one. You want to talk about PSG? You want to talk... Neymar, Mbappe, Cavani, Di Maria, Icardi. Um, who's in midfield there? Like, oh, they got uh, Idrissa Gay. They have Ferrati. Ander Herrera. Ander Herrera. They have... Uh, Verratti's supposed Sarabia. to be Like... Thiago Silva, I, this is the one Marquinhos. I was hesitating on saying. I think PSG should. Again, another one that is built to dominate, but they have a problem Look, one way or the other. It, it, the thing with PSG has been a lot of like weird circumstances. There are, there are Montanda versus Barcelona. Unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Losing to Manchester United that Unacceptable. game. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. So like, it's all their own doing. Like These are not like, oh, you came up against Messi and you lost. Or, oh, you came up against Liverpool. It's like, you're not even getting to the challenging parts right. of the Champions League and you're failing. To be fair, PSG tried to win stuff with Unai Emery as manager, which as we are now seeing is an absolute joke. Yeah. But PSG must be cursed because they had such a, like, okay, against Barcelona, they were up 4-0, they were up 3-1, three, three, they got the goal in the 78th minute. And you thought that was over. You're like, Di Maria Absolutely. scored or whatever, and it was like, done. Like, how cursed are you? And then they lost to Manchester United. Like, they won 2-0 away leg in the first, like, when I, you're, it's when, just And this was one of the worst Manchester United team in form yes. ever. Like, people were laughing at how much you guys are going to get slapped yes. in Paris. Like, to like, be fair, they were laughing before Solskjaer showed up. Not well. No, no, no. Sure, I'm just no. saying. Like, like they. It's, it's not just it, Manchester United is a name. Oh, it was the like, worst Manchester United yeah, name exactly. of all time. Right? So it like, was such a it was such a steal that United didn't win another game for the next twenty games. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like literally, the season. Well, not twenty games as much, but the season ended. It was the point. only like f like good result in a mm -hmm. in a sea of. It was. You didn't lose a, a single game, and then that one was yeah. miracle, and then everyone was like, <laughs> like honestly, at that point. I, I, I could have retired. Yeah, right? <laughs> what else are you going to do but in football at that point? If PSG are, are, are cursed in the Champions League, then Liverpool, if they don't win the season in the Premier League, then they are cursed in the Premier no, League, and it's done. never going to happen. It's done. Yeah, yeah it's this done. is it. I mean, this is it. It's I don't know, man. Do, so we haven't spoken much about Tottenham, even though they were Champions League finals last season. And I know that this is Alex's favorite team, and Monad loves to hate Alex because of this. Yeah. But do you think Tottenham can resurrect themselves and actually be a challenge, challenge for something this season? Maybe no. even if they had a one-off game against Liverpool, maybe contest for some points. No. But what do you mean by contest well, for some points? Yeah, like, like, fi what? like finish where? Top like beat Liverpool. Just like if they were playing head-to-head -head in a, either a cup competition, two legs, 
sure. knockout or the two games that they have to play in the league. Sure. In, in a knockout game, anything can happen. I mean, Spurs drew 2 2 at City earlier in the season. They were on the ropes for a lot of it. But, like, in a, one, like, in a one off game, anything can happen. But basically, what I'm asking is you know, we've talked about teams that can compete with Liverpool. Can Tottenham be one of those teams? No. Tottenham, he could Liverpool season, for what? Like, in, just like, over, like, beat them. Can they be beaten by Tottenham? In a one off game, yeah. Like, no, but realistically, but no. Can I, can I put a big picture? Yeah. Tottenham have no chance of competing with Liverpool and Man City in the next five years. There's no chance. They will not recruit well enough. They will not spend the money they need to spend. And Pochettino, if he's still there, like, if he's still there, then probably he's doing something right. But he probably won't still be there. And then we don't know what's going to happen. They're not built to be sustainable after the fact. Liverpool actually are built to weather a storm if Klopp leaves. Tottenham are nowhere near that. And it's that. weird. Look, look at how well Liverpool are playing. You don't hear a single rumor about any of their players leaving. Like, well, I haven't seen one article linking any of their superstars with any kind of move. And when you do see it, you know it's completely bullshit. Yeah, but, but we've reached a point with the Premier League where players are paid so much better in the Premier League than they are in most other leagues. And if you're competing... like Players want, to, want two things. They want to be paid well and they want to challenge. Mm-hmm. If you're playing for Liverpool... Yep. Where, why would you want to go anywhere else? You've got a great manager who's actually a good man-manager as well mm-hmm. as a coach. Mm-hmm. You're being paid well and you're challenging for, for titles. You can't go anywhere now and be guaranteed anything. You mm-hmm. can't go to Barcelona and be guaranteed the Champions League. You can't go to Bayern and be guaranteed anything other than winning a league, yeah, which yeah. doesn't mean anything. So if you're playing for a good team, a top-four team in the Premier League, really, where, where are you going to go? No, that's true. And there's no point. Like, it's actually going to be the opposite. They're going to attract a lot of players. Like, if they can keep this up and play this well and pay people the money they're paying, yeah, okay. they're going to attract some world-class players moving forward. Like, we were talking about Mbappe last, last part about where could he play, and I saw him more of a Madrid kind of player. But, Alex, you were talking about how, you know, if they would need to replace Amani or Salah, Mbappe would fit right in. Yeah, yeah. But then it becomes a question of whether Liverpool want to throw 300 million at it. And you know what? They don't need to. Liverpool have proven that you can spend money prudently and be a contender on all fronts. I don't think they're going to go ahead and, and throw the money at it just like you know a city would do. I don't think they have a need for that. I don't think they need to, but they've reached a point with their squad. And we saw it like a couple seasons ago, right? They lost the Champions League final. They're like, right, how do we retool this? They bought the best defensive midfielder in Europe, the best goalkeeper, and the best centre-back. Mm. So they've reached a point with their squad where like, you can really only add the very best players well, in the world Salah, to improve Salah it. was the best player in the Premier League. So like, yeah. they have one in every position. Exactly. Yeah, so but, so well, for them, like, how do you replace any of their players? Well, you have to be very careful with that. Because they bought Fabinho, <coughs> who was not rated as anywhere near top 10 DMs in the world. No other teams. There were only mm-hmm. two teams that wanted Fabinho. And he was playing right back at Monaco a lot. Fabinho wasn't that low. I'd say the year before he was. But then he had, before, a bad, yeah. he had an off-season. Yeah, you know? but I'm saying like when, when you're comparing people, him to like N'Golo Kante and people who had been consistent, he was not on that But the season, remember when Monaco had the fire yeah, sale? He was, he was right one there. of yeah, the guys. Oh, like, Bakayoko when, was one of them too. When Mendy, Mendy Bakayoko, Fabinho, like they were... Yeah, no, yeah and Bakayoko's form at DM was so good that Fabinho played right back a lot. That's what I'm, yeah. t- that's what I'm saying. Even Van Dijk. They were laughed at for that. But that's part of the recruitment. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. That we, we, this, they didn't go out and do this whole Man City let, PSG right. thing of, let me get that hot, hot thing that is supposedly undeniable. They took risks. No, but they bought the best player in the position. They bought the best that they felt they could buy, well, not the best that everyone the best else said they the should buy. The time. Well, Alisson and Van Dijk were. They, they, Alisson wasn't. Van Dijk wasn't. I wouldn't say Van Dijk Alisson was the best in his position. Van Dijk position. was the best centre-back that they could possibly have bought. Well, well, but Alisson wasn't at the best Roma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Van Dijk for 75 million, everybody was laughing yeah, at the price tag. Yeah. Lukaku cost the same, and everybody was laughing at the price tag. They were. They really were laughing at it. And from Southampton? Yeah, from Southampton, really Van Dijk wasn't it. Allison at Roma was a good uh, keeper, but he wasn't had like. One season yeah. where, he was, uh, where he was that good, and you're still talking about Ter Stegen, De Gea, Oblak. The they didn't get the, the popular choice. Swear. The best signings is when you laugh at it, and then it turns out to be good. And yeah. we've, we laughed at Van Dijk 75 million. We laughed at Allison. like, bro, he played for one season. Like, Chesney kept him on the bench whatever all these funny jokes and banters that we did and then they ended up just killing it getting it you know yeah. just uh, that's, that's, why, that's your good club's management then no well, no no that's I think Michael Edwards director of football yeah that's, he's that good don't they have a transfer committee Liverpool yeah, they they used everyone to, does though like, but so now they, used to, they used to go by committee and now they brought in Michael Edwards who you used to be their sports analyst guy right and he's absolutely sensational yeah. in his job I'll <laughs> give it to the Fenway group the, they also own the Boston Red Sox Complete money ball move by them, and, and it's it's flo- it's literally worked. They had bad ownership before. Yeah. United have bad ownership now. Mm-hmm. A but lot they, of parallels. They've also been good clubs. with managers. Brendan Rodgers, 
was a very good manager for them. And Roy no, Hodgson. No, no, yeah. no matter what you say, Brendan Rodgers, I think, was fantastic. He took them to second in the league. He was actually playing some very good football, brought Sterling through all the good stuff. Jurgen Klopp. Like, they've also been successful in some of the managers that they've that they picked. Obviously, they've had the Roy Hudson and there was one more. Kenny Douglas. Kenny Douglas, yeah. But that, that, that's Did you see cool. they actually bought... So, Klopp was renting Rodgers' mm. house, right? Liverpool have now bought the house <laughs> to give to Klopp. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, well, like, for less rent or rent-free or something. Can I, can I just nice. say on Brendan Rodgers? I think Brendan Rodgers did a satisfactory job at Liverpool. Mate. I don't think he did a great job at Do, do no. you remember their no. squad? Come no, on. Do you remember no, no, the players no, no, he was working with? I'll, t- I'll tell you why. They tell finished why. second. They nearly yes. won the league with yes. that squad. Yes, he finished second. Yes, he finished second. But Leicester won the freaking league. Man United finished second under Jose Mourinho. Like, Mate. that's not special to me. He had a mid-table squad. No, then he yes, finished yes. eighth. One at a time, please. If you do a good job, you don't finish second and then eighth. You finish second you and maybe you. fourth or fifth, but not eighth. Okay, when you lose look. the world's best striker? Oh, give me a break. What? That, that takes you to eighth? Look, you you finish second with Sterling yeah. playing out yeah. of his skin, with Suarez yeah. and Sturridge playing Listen, out of their skin and scoring, and scoring 25 goals each. No. You lose all of those things. No, not... Nope, not what do you mean, no? You had... As much as as much as much we might deride him, Mario Balotelli had scored 40 goals or whatever it was the season before. Yes, but... A every- good manager... As we have always said, gets the best out of a Literally, no one has got the best out of Balotelli. <laughs> and Steven Gerrard is still there. Are you kidding me? What do you and mean? you still had Coutinho there and you finished eighth? Guys, so we're praising Bernie, failure. Bernie one. is saying it's Brendan Rodgers' fault that he finished second the season before. He should have finished fifth <laughs> and sixth and yeah. everything would have been fine. No, what I'm saying is that if we say that Josie Mourinho did a bad job at United... Then you have to. I don't think he did a bad job. I don't think he did a bad job. I mean, I, I think he. I, I think it was the best thing that ever happened to you. I think he did a very <laughs> bad job. The best thing at United since sliced bread. <laughs> I think that Brendan Rodgers and Leicester City are now in second place in the Premier League. I think he's doing a great job now. I think he's a fantastic. Man. I think this is his best job. You understand that he was not supposed to finish anywhere near second with that team. Like I he jumped three seasons from like. But yeah. you just said he had the best striker in the world. What and became then, the best striker in the world what that happened, season? Then what? Oh, his he was numbers the best stri- were insane before that. He was the best striker in the world that season. The point is, when you lose that from your team and your board gives you Mario Balotelli, you're like, not going to finish eighth. I'm sorry. He you're didn't, not he didn't finish. Okay. finish it's okay. Brandy, Brandy's going to hit on Brendan Rodgers. No, no, I just Actually. said to you now, his job he's doing at Leicester is phenomenal. Bro, he, he he took over Liverpool from Swansea, man. Like, he had no right to do whatever the he hell he did. No he had no right to finish eighth after finishing He second. had no right to finish no second right. either. Like, great, great, good. No, good. I think, we're, like, we forget that Suarez was actually a beast in that season. Yeah. Everywhere Brendan like Rodgers, every, everywhere Brendan Rodgers went was a success. His story with Swansea is an unbelievable story. Look it up. All he's brought him through, all he's done for them. His that season at Liverpool, overall coming second with that squad, he had no right to do that. Unbelievable. Celtic went over there, is winning troubles after troubles, uh, breaking all records. Leicester no, City, you can write it yeah, up, but he literally right won exactly. everything over and over and over. It's so hard ba- to do that. The Bayern exactly. coach, the Bayern coach just got fired, didn't he? And we we say you walk into Bayern, you win the league. It's all easy. It's not as easy as you think. Um, what he's doing with Leicester now he literally what one season out of all his seasons in management one blip that Bernie wants to point out no way no 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 you have to start saying Brendan Rodgers I say he's doing a great job now like oh sensational job now they're actually doing better points wise than Ranieri's Leicester team were doing Celtic he did a fantastic job all things considered all I'm saying is if we're gonna say Brendan Rodgers did a great job at Liverpool you can't just say they finished second and then we don't care about the fact that they finished eighth that's, that's not that doesn't make sense it's just in context it's, it's it doesn't circum- make sense context, yeah. the context and the circumstance oh. matters you can't just look at the position in a vacuum I, no exactly the holistic story as much has as to I, be taken into context as, yes. as much as I love agreeing with Bernie on things I disagree in a sense that Brendan Rodgers, he finished second because of Suarez, but he finished eighth because he didn't have Suarez. So, I mean, you can give that's him fine. the credit for finishing second if you want, but I'll give Suarez that's fine. more credit than I'll give him. We that, take, that's we where take, I'm going we with that. We take Aguero out of City, and we take um, uh, Drogba out of that Chelsea, and you take Henri out of that Arsenal, and you take, who, what, Arsene is going to go on and, like, score the goals? Well, no. Well, Pep take Aguero like, out of City think, so many times. The, the other thing Brendan Rodgers did for the world, uh, not for us, but for the world, was it he stopped Suarez going to Arsenal and he said, wait one more year and then go to Barcelona. And, you know, also, we've all been the benefit, bite, bite your way through. beneficiaries of he, that. He, he yeah. gave us that clip where he told Sterling to... Uh, yeah. You say steady one he, more time. Yeah, yeah, that was... A, and, then he, and then he divorced his wife, got a hair transplant. Married a model. Married a super hot model. Really turned his life around, got a fake tan. Did his teeth. 
Dude is actually like living life. Yeah, and now he's at Leicester, <laughs> a hot team. Leicester, Leicester's hot. Let's talk a little bit about Leicester. Sure. Because sure. you know I have a sweet spot for Jamie Vardy, the well, late bloomer. He also has a sweet spot for <laughs> M&M's and, and wine and Skittles, Skittles and, Skittles and vodka. Um, no, like, I mean, like recently we had the Jamie Vardy, Rebecca Vardy, and Colleen Rooney bants behind the scenes. But so ever since that moment, Vardy has gone on a bender. Can- can Leicester, can Leicester give Liverpool a game, one-on-one, just I believe in the league? So. Because they played earlier this season, Liverpool were given a last-minute penalty, which I think was arguably not a penalty. The Mane yeah. one? Yeah, I think mm. I believe so. Uh, otherwise, it was 1-1. And I think that Leicester, if there was anybody who could beat anybody on any day, Leicester can do it. Well, maybe that's actually a good shot. We were talking about Tottenham. I don't think on the form they are. But Leicester could give Liverpool yeah. a game. In this form, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there, there are European teams that Leicester could give a game right now. Because they're, they're, playing, the they're playing phenomenal. They're also well. they're also scoring like a million goals on like one point one xg or something. Like oh, yeah. They're they're yeah. overperforming their xg. I, I believe they also had the best defense in the league the last time I checked. Second best defense, second best attacks, or yeah. the opposite. One of those. Two. That's what Johnny Evans will do for you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's also that, we sorry, we haven't talked too much about FPL, but you know, fantasy Premier League. I was number one for a long time. <laughs> I lost my throne because I triple captain Kevin De Bruyne and against Southampton. Well, according to Bernie, you're now useless. Um, yeah. You are very useless. I'm still number one amongst the cosh. So you're only as good as your last captain. I, I, okay, so so all every pod, you, you <coughs> remind everybody how I'm last, and now that I'm not last. So Alex is now last. Yes. Yeah. Which is actually quite ironic. But anyway, um, you know, given that we've been numbed to football recently, I think what's keeping us really alive is FPL. FPL has been fun. It you. has been fun. Keeping you, keeping you alive. Keeping no, you alive. we don't care. Bro, you, okay, let, me, don't. let me put in context the kind of curse that I am to FPL. Southampton got murked by Sterling and, and City in that cup game, and then they were going to play them in the league, and we all went 9-0, then no. So I triple captain Sterling. Like, they scraped a 2-1, and Sterling yeah. barely touched the ball or whatever. Like, I yeah. hate this game. Like, yeah. I just hate it. The it's thing terrible. that keeps me alive about FPL is, uh, if we can go back a few years, <laughs> go back a few years to Bernie's team, it's the start of the season, we've all set our teams up, everyone's, everyone's checking out each other's teams, and Bernie has got Granite Xhaka and Mikel Arteta as his midfield too. And Matic. And, and Matic. Matic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so, was it Matic? It was, it was Matic, Matic or Arteta? It was Matic and Xhaka. I actually used to like Arteta as a player, so <laughs> and we're like, we're like, Bernie, why do you have uh, Matic and Xhaka on your team? He's like, well, you need a defensive midfielder, don't you? you like, balance Brady, in the it, side. He's like, he's like, you need a balance. Like, what's going to happen when you guys attack? It's, like, Brady, it's, that's how I was just trying to show as a better manager than Brendan Rodgers. The only appropriate answer for Bernie should have given was it was an auto pick yeah but because i believed in what i was doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah Bernie's one of those that takes the fun out of like fun, uh, like best 11 and stuff going like that's on balance like this guy actually plays left back it's like bro like just put people on I, paper i will still argue that till this day yeah. <laughs> by the way Brendan rogers finished seventh in his first season just saying with we do. liverpool and the season before, when did they second, finish? No, no, no. They finished seventh. Okay, exactly. Yeah. So don't give yeah. us this, like, Great job! job. Great <laughs> job! Go, do me a favor and go and look up the squad from, from that season. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's read the starting yeah, keep 11. talking and I'll figure it sure. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so the international break is going to end soon. What's this Spanish? And dude? before this international break ends, I think everyone should look at their FPL teams. I think we're at match day 13 coming up. So it's a good time to play your wild card because there's one wild card each half of the season. Mm. The guru dispensing advice. And now we're also going into the Christmas break soon. So that's a number of games. So look at the fixtures. Um, look at the teams. The big thing I would say is that there's a lot of teams not playing two games in a match day. You have yeah. to pick players from those teams because they get to double their points potentially. Yeah. And if I could go back and redo my triple captain, it would be one of those teams. You did KDB for that same double, game, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> if, if someone wins... We're very like, fond of the name. Yeah. He's now laughing and falling off his seat. <laughs> yeah. We're about to hear some garbage. <laughs> Here, Here we go. Here we go. Goalkeeper, Pepe Reina. Yay. At that time, it wasn't that bad, right? Sure. This okay. is the best it's going to get. Right back was a straight fight between Glenn Johnson... <laughs> Jose and Martin Enrique. Kelly... <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. What was he? The Ginger Kafu? Or what was that? John Flanagan. Oh, Flanagan. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yes, Jose Enrique. Andre Wisdom. The oh, my God. Keep going. Daniel Agger. <laughs> Jamie Carragher. Yeah. Sebastian Quartes. No. <laughs> Midfield. Hmm. Steven Gerrard. Yeah, on, in like in a, walk, in a walking 30, chair. At 33. Yeah, dead. He wasn't yeah. dead yet. Okay. Free slip. Philippe Coutinho. Ah, Coutinho, yes. Was he French? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Henderson. Uh, wait, yeah. Captain. Stuart Downing. Oh, wow. Stuart Downing. 25 million Stuart Downing. Us- Usama Asaidi. Asaidi. Who? 
Exactly. Osama Asayi. Ooh, a young Raheem Sterling played 39 games. 18, 18 years old. Seventh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, he's like picking Sterling as if he's now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because you use Sterling oh, then. Sure. So, hey. Sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> he literally has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I haven't heard one world-class <laughs> name. Keep going. Who's up top name? Luis Suarez. Joe, Joe Allen. Joe Allen. Oh, yeah. The Welsh uh, Xavi. Remember when Joe Allen Joe Allen that midfield? Jordan Ibe. Luis Suarez. Daniel Sturridge. Can you just say the names, please? Why? Fabio Barini. Fuck. <laughs> Who the fuck Where's is that Samuel? Spanish yes. dude on loan in midfield? No, no, no. no. There's What's his name? What do you mean? Who did they loan? That dude That's from midfield from like Fiorentina or whatever. <coughs> oh, uh, Albertini? <coughs> oh, um, um, Aquilani. 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 My God. Okay, now let's go to the next season. Yeah, when he came second? Okay, Bernie, yeah. but please just read the names. Read oh, the fine, names fine, faster. Fine. fine. Brad Jones, Simon Mignolet, Jose Enrique, Claude Touré, Glenn Johnson, Daniel Agar, Mamadou Sacco, Martin Kelly, Skirto, Flanagan, Luis Alberto, Stevie G, Coutinho, Victor Moses, Henderson, Lucas, Joe Allen, Raheem Sterling, Jordan I, mm. Luis Suarez, Iago Aspas, Daniel Sparrow. No right to come anywhere near second, even with that squad. My yes. God. If you scrape top four with that squad, yeah. you've done your job. Seventh, second, eighth. At fair play. Seventh. It's, you know what it should have been? It should have been seventh, seventh, eighth. Yeah. But except he went. So so second just means you did a great job. Okay, great, great. I mean, any manager. I so so Di Matteo did a great job at Chelsea. I think basically what happened. Avram Grant did a great did. job at Chelsea. He did his. No, job. he did. Did Avram Grant do a great job at Chelsea? Yes, he yes. did. Yes. For the context, yes. He almost won really? the double. For the context, yes. Avram yes. Grant almost won the double. Really, really. No, you guys laugh at these people. Brady. You laugh at these people openly, but because we're talking about Brendan Rodgers, we're going to use it now as you, all they did. You know job. my affinity. Consistency, boys. You know my. You know my affinity to an agenda. No, no, no. I have, a, I have you, I know you cons- your affinity for inconsistency to win an argument. Basically, what happened is, right, Bernie, Bernie got the shovel, and he started digging a little bit, and then he looked up and he was like, ah, oh, shit, I've got two choices here. Either Throw the shovel. Yeah, These guys are telling digging. us that Avram Grant did a great job. Where is Mocking Avram? him for years. What Where? would you have Mocking him, him for years. All of you guys mocked him for years. Tell me you didn't. Tell me you didn't. He's a funny Hand guy. Hand on heart. Tell okay, me you okay, didn't. Okay. The only reason they mocked him is because he was shafted. Just like, <laughs> just like Di Matteo. Yeah. And he looked like a fridge. <laughs> he still does. And there's a video of John Terry flirting with his wife. That's also true. Bro, he has like, I was listening to the Football Rumble today, and as they would say, he had the personality of like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Yes. <laughs> like, like, obviously you gotta laugh at him. Anyways. Also, the context was amazing. Like, he was Abramovich's mate. So he brought, him over, <laughs> he brought him over as like director of football from both I guess it was someone's And then Mourinho yeah. got sacked, so they were like, you want to manage the team? And he's like, yeah. This sure. guy's Valverde is doing a good job. Yeah, very good job. Mm. Speaking of managers, Roberto <laughs> Martinez, eh? Yeah, go on. This absolute shithouse. Wigan, he killed it. And got, got them relegated. relegated. Every, yeah, because that's their level. They're a rugby town. Oh, wait a minute. Rugby town. Hold on. They rugby are. Town, Hold they on. Are. Hold on. I'm about to jump on Mohan's bandwagon right now. Yeah. Context, Alex. Context. <laughs> Wigan should be relegated, but they should yes. never win the FA Cup. Exactly. Context. Shove that context down your ass. <laughs> down. <laughs> down. I need you upside down. And then down. Yeah, Antonio this context. context. Antonio Context. No, we actually, we haven't spoken about Chelsea at all. No, and well, we, well, we, have, we have three minutes left. This is no, sure. Chelsea. Chelsea, you know what? It's a good point. Mason Mount, Tim Abraham, uh, Tamore. Um, who else? Who, who's kind of big there? Uh, um, center back, back in form. Who? Zuma. Yeah. Form? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's killing it. Um, who, who's playing right back? Aspilicueta's kind of seeing a bit of youthful form. He's fine. Um, th- yeah, what's his name? One of the best midfielders in the league this season. Shit team. Jorginho. Remember Pulisic. this. Shit teams. Remember this, boys. He's giving us context. Okay, now. okay, okay. Let's no, oh, now you don't want it. Let's move on quickly. Uh, rounding up the other leagues, I guess. No, no. How are you going to round the other oh, leagues no. in a minute? So I'm just gonna say, Lampard. You know, we're talking about managers at Chelsea getting shafted. If Lampard does a good job for Chelsea this year, will he still get fired? No, because Marie. Mar- What's his name? Abramovich is not going to be there anymore. No. And also, to answer your question from about three hours ago (laughs) about what keeps you excited, honestly, these days, the young managers who were the players that we grew up watching, 
that is actually more exciting yes. to me than anything. Like, I want to see what Lampard does. I want to yeah. see Gerard as a manager. I want to see Xabi Alonso as hey, a manager. What about I want to see these guys. No, he's he's done. Yeah. I've seen him already. Let's talk about then. Let let let's segue to Henri in, in Montreal. Oh yeah. Um, you guys I can't think... wait to see that because it's gonna be funny. I was listening to a podcast. I was a podcast recently, and they had a good point about like how difficult it must be for Henri. Like he's he's a very good player. He's slightly egotistical. Slightly. The f- and the point is like how hard is? I mean, we all get frustrated from the smallest things. How hard is it that you're trying to coach a team that they're all worse than you, and you want them to be as good? as almost like you were in your head. Like, Henri, technically, is better than every single player on that Montreal team today. Like, you play like a crossbar challenge, you play like a top corner challenge, he's still better than all of them right now. So it must be so frustrating, and I think that's why the relationship does break a little bit. He just has, he asks for too much. To, like, I understand the point, but if you have any realistic ambitions of being a manager, you have to be smart enough to, to yeah. compartmentalize those things. Like you can't just go into a training session and be like, "Well, why can't you? Why aren't you as good as me?" I, I it just doesn't see, make any sense. But I see him being that character mate, of like, "How are you not this good?" Mate, Solskjaer is better than everyone at Molde, and he won the league twice back to back when they never did it before. Yeah, nice but it wasn't that hard for him to do that, was he? He's he's but they won back to back. And he did it for the first time in their history, and they're all shitty than he was at that time. That's a dumbass excuse. I don't think so. Solskjaer wasn't that good. Oh, he was 126 goals, good. Yeah, he was granted, but nowhere, nowhere near the ego. Nowhere near the ego. No, but that's part of the that's part of the actual character flaw that messes him up. Oh no, no, he does have a character flaw. He has no. If you want to be a good coach, at some point you have to know when to use the ego and when to park the ego. I don't disagree. Is uh, is Bakari Sanya still at Montreal? He's going. I think I think. Uh, oh, he's throwing him out. He, he, no, no, no. Like he's. He's there. Something right? about like he, yeah, yeah. Like something he's bringing okay. him back, or I think he was out for a reason. I and... bet Fabregas follows him. I yeah, bet you've been we'll really see Fabregas uh, in, in hmm. Montreal. So do we? Think I don't know how to respond fail? to this. Is he going to fail? <laughs> you don't need to. Well, what's a, what's a, what's, well, what's a win? Is Henri going to fail? What's a success? You have to get to the Eastern Conference Finals to succeed. That's too much. Has Why Henri, not? Okay, so the question. The, well, they, where did we knock them out from? Semifinals, right? The question is. Did Henri learn from his mistakes at Monaco? Well, that that's going to be the interesting part because uh, he yes. has to tone down on that like egotistical approach, which you can even in interviews he, you just see it, man. It comes out. Remember, it's like if you treat your players like that. Remember the chair? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, come on, man. Well, allegedly, he called Montreal or Saputo and expressed his interest in the job, and they didn't interview anyone else. Why well, would you? Yeah, some Would you do that? Yeah. On read racks up in, in the, freaking Montreal? Yeah. Yo, the other point I heard, which is a good point, is that you have to give him credit for one, not giving up entirely on this on this managerial thing, like Gary Neville, let's I was say. Gary Neville, nice. And two is that he is willing to take a, a lower job for sure. Like he could he you know, we talk about the ego. He could have had an ego to say, No, I'm gonna manage in one of the top European leagues. So that's not a bad start to kind of you know Take an MLS job. Obviously, it's not top tier, but you know the fact that he's okay with it. I think it's not a bad. He's also not a bad idea. looking for Canadian citizenship. To be fair, I yeah, think that might useful. be a thing. It's yeah. a very useful citizenship. And Mark Grabelar. Grabelar said he wanted Canadian yeah, citizenship. They threw him out. Right? He also speaks French. <laughs> yeah, he Grabelar? speaks French. No. Also, no. <laughs> Patrick Vieira was at a higher standard then than anyone in the NYCFC. And NYCFC, uh, NYCFC. <laughs> they did reasonably well. Yeah, he's he's having a horrendous season at Nice this season though. Yeah, yeah. he had a good yeah. first season yeah. and then a shit second season. So you can probably say he did not very good. So overall, I'd say football is at a, 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 a an interesting juncture. Mm. Overall, well, especially with VAR yeah. and rules and all that. Yeah, yeah, we we didn't even cover VAR. We're this, not going to talk this, about it. We're not going to talk about it. But you know, we mentioned things like you know the where, where's where's the game going now? You know, the players. Do we like them? We associate more with the managers. Who is the upcoming generation? Is are they are is are their talents ruined by the sports science element? You know where does it go from here? Can, can I just add to this whole narrative that you're going on? I just watching Guzman Dembele, mm. like the highlights of this game, and I thought if he can get his head together, that boy can be talented, and he, we could, and he could be the type of talent that everyone bands around and we go, yeah, he's it, but. The guy's head is not on right. He's just playing PlayStation, man. Like he's making like a hundred thousand euros a week. Like he's like, I'm doing this for the next four years. Remember my argument of take the contract, take the contract. You just take the contract, man, and then for four years you make ten million a year. Like whatever, man. Like I, I just think that he's better than his his current situation. Oh, he is hundred percent. But it doesn't matter if you don't show it, like. Yeah. What is better? How you're not better? I'm sorry. If I don't see it, then you're not. So, like these Barcelona players are interesting, right? Because no one wants to leave, even though the ones that are not playing. Like 
they don't even want to. Rakitic doesn't want to leave. No. Dembele doesn't want to leave. They're actually trying to throw these boys out. Who's going to buy Rakitic? Well, who cares? Like, he doesn't even want to go. Who? Enter? Because they're collecting all the oldies? Yes. Huh? Who's going to buy Rakitic? Yeah, Inter. Are you serious? That's it. Like, five teams would, would we should sign replace him Shaka right now. Anybody. Yeah. Maybe that would be good. Replace Shaka with. with uh... The day the day that happens, like, I will fly you to the Emirates myself <laughs> <laughs> with a Rakitic with a, jersey with on. a sniper. <laughs> with a sniper rifle. That is all I need in life for now. Rakitic to join Arsenal. And then I could finally. I, that's a little push I need off the cliff. <laughs> To just completely disassociate myself with the club. That's a good way to find out if the CIA is listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's so funny, funny that you think Rakitic needs a Europa League club like Arsenal. Anyways, um, that was that was a good talk. I think very, very well structured. Do we, have, do we have any questions for our listeners? And uh, good, good check to see if they were listening. Any, uh, any uh, like broader, a quiz them and get their feedback. Well, a quiz. More so the you know the broader context of what we discussed today. We discussed some interesting topics, but you know I want to see what other people also think. I think the young football. and up and coming players is a good question. The you know how do you feel about football in the past compared to now? Defenders. We talked about like are they better? Yeah. Or are they worse? Who excites you? Tell who us who excites, excites you. you. Tweet yeah. us at yes. under underscore the kosh. Tell us who excites you. It has to be a footballer though, not like a anything. I, else. I, <laughs> my only question for listeners, if they were listening, is. When Jurgen Klopp took over Brendan Rodgers' team and went to the Europa League final with the same team, <laughs> like, can we then say that Brendan Rodgers didn't do a great job? Sorry, just, I'm just asking the where, where did Klopp finish in that season? Eighth. Eighth. Shut the Eighth. Klopp <laughs> went to the Europa League final. That's all I'm going to say with what you guys said was a shit team. And that, so, if our listeners are listening, let me know what you think about that. And that will do it for tonight. Thank you, everyone. We'll speak to you soon. for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh, and for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.